a little bit of news. We're going to be dropping these episodes on t- on uh, YouTube. Yes. We've got another podcast called Wave Social Podcast, where we've been adding a bunch of clips from that onto our YouTube channel. Uh, if you search up Arcade Studios, it's all hosted there. And this show will be there as well. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if we get like some traction on YouTube. All the YouTubers. Yeah. Come on over. All you YouTubers. <clears throat> come uh, drop come, a like and a come comment. Come say hi, yeah. Hit subscribe. Smash the subscribe button, as they say. <laughs> I hate smash the subscribe button. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, man. Well. What else is going on? In case you're new here, this is Tea for Lunch, the show where we serve up the news you need to know in 15 minutes or less. Catch us live on Instagram Live every Thursday at 12.30 Mountain Standard Time. You can also catch the replay on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. And YouTube. YouTube coming up soon. I didn't, know, I didn't know when I said what else is going on that you just do the intro. Well, the intro kind of signals that like the show is started. Right. So, so the show this is, is now pre-bander. Started. Now we can talk about what's going on. Okay. You're about to have a baby. I'm about to have a baby. So it is my last tea for lunch for a while. I'm sad about it. So we'll, we'll just have a sick rotation of guest stars, guest yeah. hosts from the team. And it will be entertaining and funny and fun as it always is, but it won't be quite the same. <laughs> it definitely won't be quite the same. I Yeah. And I have some tips for you in my absence. <sighs> oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> All right. Hit me with the tips. So... The the purpose of Tea for Lunch is, yes, to deliver the news, but also to, like, entertain people. So don't just spit out the news. Like, find something that's, like, interesting or funny about it. And I, if you have nothing interesting to say about the news, then I just would make it about me. Like, just find a way to, like, talk about giving, yourself. Is this feedback that you're giving yeah. me? <laughs> so I, you, you feel like I'm too abrupt with the news. I think you're too matter-of-fact. Because they could read that anywhere, you know? People are here for the personality of our show. Okay. Well, I mean, I feel like I carry the team when we talk about Web3 and <laughs> NFTs and stuff True. like that. So I don't know. I think it's pretty, like, some people who are like me who don't care about that stuff, like, do appreciate when we are talking about something like that, when we talk about, like, like I don't know, make, when I make it about clothing or something. Mm. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I get pretty matter-of-fact with certain celebrities because it's just like, yep, they broke up. (laughs) Yep, another baby with that guy that cheated on Say someone broke up, which someone is, we're going to talk about someone breaking up. You want to talk about like, how would you feel if you broke up that way? You know? Like, you got to like get a little introspective. Mm, I see, okay. All right. Taking notes. (laughs) It'll be good. You'll do great. I mean, I can't wait to watch and I'm excited to see all the people on our team like rotate and Is that all the tips you had? Um... Oh, maybe like a, a bit more expressions. <laughs> my daughter <laughs> likes my funny faces. So yeah, I drop in it. a funny face here and there. You know why actually that's helpful? Because we have been on TikTok. Like we have little pieces of our show on TikTok now. So shout out to everyone who's watching some of these clips on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But the like expressions, like we'll zoom in on them. So you want to like... React. You already are zooming in on them, or you will in the future if I commit to if using If you commit to an expression, we can zoom in on it. <laughs> How's that one? That was that great. Good? That was awesome. Okay. <laughs> Some more of that. I, d- I feel like I have to be more expressive even because we don't have this like collage. I know. This. Drew hasn't <laughs> updated that yet. Yeah, we have to have a serious debrief with him about this. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so much to look forward to. New co-hosts, new backdrops, more expressions, more takes and tea. It's going to be good. I okay. can't wait to watch. 
All right. I can't wait to watch either. I love watching myself. <laughs> I love watching you talk. So Should we get into the good. stories? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get this first one over with. Oh, okay. Well, our first story of the day, Kim and Pete announced their breakup. And what makes this interesting is it's on the same day that Chloe and Tristan announced their new baby. And what makes it even more interesting is it's timed conveniently around their season two finale of their show. No, <laughs> that's not true, is it? I'm pretty sure. No, they're not in, like, they may be in production right now, but their show isn't airing right now. Oh, well, but, there's, there's, a, there's a little bullet point here that says fans are speculating that yeah. the drama was orchestrated for the filming <laughs> of the season two finale. No, here's what happened. So Chloe and Tristan were in a really good place before he cheated on her again. And when they were in a good place, they decided to go for baby number two through a surrogate and so that surrogate got pregnant then she found out they were cheating and so now it's like dramatic they do it through a surrogate because their relationship is weird or because chloe didn't want to be pregnant no chloe tried many times to get pregnant again and she had trouble okay so that's why they did a surrogate got it so they weren't just trying to make it more complicated by involving a third party no okay yeah so is it for the show i don't know like of course you know. <laughs> of course you know. It's the Kardashians. I Chris think is, Chris is like steering the the wheel, pulling the strings. Yeah, I think I I think that maybe Kim and Pete's relationship is for the show. Did you see that? What Kanye West posted after they broke up? Yeah, that Skeet is the, dead. Like, the newspaper headline: Skeet Davidson is dead. Yeah, that was a little too much. Yeah, and then did you? There was like a little tiny like footnote at the bottom of it that you had to zoom in to read, and it was something about like. Kid Cudi was meant to play at the funeral, but like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a diss at Cudi. <laughs> That's extra. Can you imagine like Kanye, who did he talk to to like create that asset for him for social? I feel like there's a famous <laughs> guy that does like newspaper headlines like that. It's so like he was a, like, yo, do one for Skeet so I can post it on Instagram. Maybe. I don't, it may not have been a collab, but I follow the guy that does that. I just don't remember his name. Oh, wow. That's cool. Around like trending topics. Yeah. Well, what's interesting, too, is um, Kim and Pete's relationship lasted exactly nine months, which is the duration, as we know, of a pregnancy. So people are speculating that some of that was orchestrated to like... So you're coming around. (laughs) You're coming around to my point of view here. I I don't disagree that there's like maneuvering happening, but I have so much sympathy for Chloe. And I think that like things just kind of keep happening that make her life harder than it needs to be. Yeah, I and like I don't Chloe. think I like that Chloe she's orchestrating that. Me too. We're going to talk about the Kardashians. Let's talk about her. I like her. She's and so Kendall positive. sometimes. You, why? Kendall's kind of boring. She is, but like, even like the cucumber cutting thing, like that was an obvious like marketing thing. And I just thought it was No, hilarious. people think like she's no, no, actually no, no. cutting cucumbers like that. Like she doesn't know how to cut them. You think it's, <laughs> you think she made that up for the show? If I can count on you for anything, it's like, assuming that the Kardashians did it on accident. Like it was just a, a life thing that happened with anything. No, not with, I no. I feel like I'm a little bit more critical than that. I'm not like naive, but I, I don't think that Kendall Jenner was like creative enough to come up with like this, like weird way to cut a cucumber just for the viral. Moment. Oh, I totally think she was. Cause really? she was wearing the 818, the tequila hoodie. Like it was meant to be memed for sure. Huh, interesting. Yeah. We should try that on the show. Slide into our DMs and show your support <laughs> for my point of view, please. Anyways, let's get on to this next story. Okay, so this next story, speaking of Web3 and NFTs, Instagram has expanded <laughs> NFT use to people in more than 100 countries, including 
well, within Africa, the Asia Pacific and Middle East and the Americas. So pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Over a hundred countries. Um, <laughs> NFTs continue to make headlines. I'm kind of meh about them. Um, I think they're, here's, here's my take. Okay. You want Give me to speculate? To me. Yes, you want me to expand? NFTs. Add some expressions while you do it. NFTs <laughs> are pertinent right now, but really in the future, I think they're only going to be worthwhile or valuable for like iconic artists. Like take Takashi Murakami, for example, famous artist getting towards the end of his life. If he should pass sooner or later, I was having a conversation about this yesterday with my friend, Sam and Brad, if he should pass, you know, like any of his art will only become more valuable. Mm -hmm. But it's easy if you have a physical piece of art to lose the the thing that credentializes it or makes it official, you know, especially if it's a print, if it's not an original painting, it's hard to necessarily prove that it's real. But an NFT using the blockchain, it, it's obviously easy to always be able to maintain that proof that it's real. So for someone like Murakami, if you were to get a piece, you'd, you'd, almost, you'd almost want an NFT version of it. But if it's just like some like small to medium artist that doesn't really have that like crazy supply and demand, then NFTs to me in that space are a trend that's going to die. Yeah. So people's profile pictures who are NFTs, they're not going to be worth any. Well, I mean, regardless of where you get the NFT from, people want to use it as a profile picture because it's like clout. But mm -hmm. um, if it's an artist that isn't iconic, then like what's really the point? Because at that point, you may as well have the utility of being able to display it physically like in your home. Right. Or in your office. or whatever. So if Banksy came out with an NFT. Yeah. Anyone like that that's going to be immortalized, like you want to have that like foolproof way to prove that it's real so that it maintains its value and even goes up in value over time. But you want more the risk. physical version and the NFT version. That's even better. But at the very least, the NFT version will never lose its value because it's on the blockchain. I think I could see that happening if you were able to like show your NFT in like a physical way. Like if there's like NFT a lot galleries, do. a lot do. So like board apes is a, is a popular, uh, NFT or like just art company, I guess. Mm. I don't know the best way to say it, but, um, if you own a board ape NFT, you can actually go to events and there's like physical versions of art that they'll give you and you become part of this like elite community. Um, so there are, there are instances where there's a physical version and there's also other types of incentives and benefits or perks to owning an NFT, um, version of an art piece. Um, but still, I mean, at least to our generation, I feel like that tactile, like physical piece of art for the most part is just more enjoyable. So what does Instagram have anything to do with it? Instagram's trying to have anything to do with everything. That's <laughs> so, what's their problem right now. So they're, but they're also, I think what's good about this is they're trying to make NFTs more accessible because it is hard to really wrap your hand, head around it. So they've actually launched a series or a course through their creator's account packaged under the hashtag NFTeachMe, where you can learn more. They're trying to decode and demystify the whole concept. I guess I'll sign up. Will you actually? No. <laughs> Bye. You can teach me. Bye. Okay, let's go on to the next story. Okay, that was enough speculation for you. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Okay, this one's really interesting. Serena Williams is saying farewell to tennis. In a new, 
article. Actually, she was on the cover of, I think, the September issue of Vogue. And she wrote an article and she talks about how she's hoping to, I guess, reemerge and pivot from tennis and go into other things like her venture capital firm. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, she's going to take a break from tennis, which is a huge deal because she's like the GOAT of tennis and the GOAT, I think, of most sports. I think she's one of the most decorated athletes in general like yeah and it's super cool to see her like take control of her career and stuff like that um she also says in the article that her desire or her reason for doing that is that she wants to expand her family so that is really fun it's also kind of sad to be honest that in order for her to do that she kind of has to like let go of her tennis career. And I, I don't know if there's like an alternative solution to that, but it's just the reality of most working moms, like peeling back from their career in order to grow your family is just like a decision you have to make at some point. She does also talk about how if she were Tom Brady, she'd likely be able to continue as in like, if she were a man, she'd likely be able to grow her family without that, like, I guess, struggle. So really interesting. Yeah, it's true. What, like, male professional athlete has had to make that choice. Yeah. Yeah. But the crazy thing is how much she's accomplished in the meantime. And even, like, she won, what I think it was the Australian Open, two months pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant with when she won. With her first child, which is crazy. People didn't so know it wild. at the time, but that's that's quite a feat. And then she even says in the in the letter to her fans in Vogue that, you know, like, she played through postpartum depression and while she was still breastfeeding mm-hmm. and all that stuff, too. Yeah, what an amazing, amazing woman. Yeah. So she, I thought it was interesting. She said she didn't want to view it as retirement, but more mm-hmm. of an evolution in her life and career. And um, the ability to choose family, I think, is is really powerful. But also to see that she's looking for other opportunities to, like, expand her legacy, mm-hmm. too, is really cool. Like, through her venture capital program called Serena Ventures. Um, and she mentioned too, that two, only 2% of capital in the world right now, venture capital is going to, to women founders. Mm -hmm. So that's something that she's trying to change. Yeah. One thing that I also like about her family is like her husband who was a co-founder of Reddit. Um, he is like pretty open and vocal about like supporting her career and kind of like took a backseat when she started like having a baby and still continuing on with tennis. Um, and I'm pretty sure he like withdrew himself from the Reddit board during like the BLM movement in order to replace himself with someone Mm. who's a person of color, which is also pretty cool. So yeah, kudos to them. Good job, Serena. Excited to see what you're doing next. She's such an, she's such an an amazing woman. She's like the Beyonce of sports. No. Yeah. I was going to say like, what's better than Beyonce of sports, but literally nothing. So you're right. Exactly. I am right. Usually. (laughs) Usually. Well, that's the three stories for the day. Hope you enjoy them. Have a wonderful Q4 everyone. And, uh, see you on the other side. Wet your palate. Go Go eat eat something something more substantial. substantial. Wow. We said it at the same same time. time.